earlier on, we were chatting about uh, stereotypes that you fall under. And yes, as much as um, some are really harmless, some can be harmful because they play on things like race, things like sexuality, your culture, and even your social standing from a socioeconomic point of view, right? Mm. So, you know, in essence, these are all the things at play. How many times have I heard of people saying that Kosa men lie a lot? Hey. Mm. <laughs> in fact, I hear this a lot from Kosa women. I don't speak on their behalf. I'm just telling you my experience. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. And they'll say they'll never date Kosa men because they lie a lot. Mm. Now, there is no way that a, a whole group of people within a nation can all be liars. Mm. That is impossible. Huh. Right? So, a stereotype like that, I mean, does it fall under harmless or is it actually a harmful stereotype, which, which to some extent, you know, denigrates the integrity of a particular um, gender in, in the respect of and the fact that there are men who are Kosa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it could be harmful. Mm. If especially think about it in like a work setting mm. where, you know, something has happened and we want to figure out who's responsible. And then everyone is pointing to the Tosa man who's denying it. Yeah, now poor Zimasa is getting looks from everybody. <laughs> <the other Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, how? <laughs> how, Sue? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a valid point, Lindy. Send us your voice notes, though. We are talking about stereotypes that you actually feel you fall under. Mm. To some extent, you live up to. They don't all have to be you know, um, harmful ones. Some can just be, you know, vibes, really. Got some voice notes. I don't know if you want us to play a voice note now. Many are coming through. Send them through 0715856157. Here we go. Morning, morning, wake up team. Morning. A stereotype, you know. Okay, now like the one that I usually get from people is, I get it, um, I'm tall, you see. So people would like will always be like, hey, since only motel less so, go to a lady hiding air, how you and I, you know, oh, or what? Like, this, this, this one stereotype that I get most of the time. But you fall and under it's it. Not true. Oh, oh he says it's okay. not true. Mm. I see. You came too soon, Lindy. <laughs> yeah, no, what a revelation. I'm assuming he's talking about his nose, right? It is the nose, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. That yeah. tall people have long noses, and sure. in essence, it's not true. That's yes, what he's saying. Of course. Yo. You just took the fun out of the conversation, but it's fine. <laughs> it, was, it was so fun and you killed it. No, I love his honesty. True. There's no way that man is closer. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he? I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, you can shoot me. It's fine. <laughs> Foolish stereotypes. This entire conversation is um, fueled by what happened uh, in the advertising world. So there was a claim that a particular advert was pushing the stereotype that black men are absent fathers. Mm. But of course, the advertising regulatory board shot this entire idea down, saying that although the ad did use stereotypes, but it wasn't in a harmful way. It wasn't in a discriminatory way. So where is the line as far as the use of stereotypes are concerned, especially in advertising? Let's speak to Napster, who's the director at the Napster Collective. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it, guys? Ah. We are good, and how are you? Hi, man. I'm okay, man. There's no power here, but uh, we've got the power, my brother. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so does the ad industry, particularly in creating perceptions. You know, when we look at the use of stereotypes in adverts, I mean... Is there is there a thinking behind it, or we, do we just go with it because eh, we're doing it for fun? We we don't mean to offend anybody. 
Yeah, I mean, very interesting question. And I think those who've been following the advertising industry with, that, uh, with what happened. And um, we saw what happened again with an international fashion house in the Black Mark. Um, that fashion line that included a balaclava-looking kind of thing. Mm, I just mm. don't want to mention names. Mm. But, um, yeah, man, it seems to be a recurring thing. And I think that it's, 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 it's a combination of two things. Mm. I think, one, um, you have to understand that we are living in very interesting times. I, I also speak uh, both as a comedian and as a creative director because mm. I wear both hats. Mm. So even as comedians, we understand that... Um, we are no longer living in a time when you can get on stage and just say anything. Sure. So mm. we are dealing with the same situation in advertising where you can no longer just put out any sort of content. Uh, content needs to be uh, stress tested um, and it needs to be put into some sort of research, even if it's internally, mm. um, just, to, just to see if, 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 if it's going to be offensive to to anybody right mm. look i mean we we can never make it 100 percent bulletproof um because you know someone's always going to be offended but i think that there are just some things that are overt and that are out there um but yeah we are we are really living in interesting times and to you know to to to, to answer a little bit more i think intent Intent is probably the thing that we can bring to question. Yes. No one will truly know what the intent is. Mm. Was the intent of this commercial to show um, black fathers in a bad light? Mm. Mm. Or really, was it just someone being either ignorant sure. or negligent? And, 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 or, and yeah. Yeah, and how do you yeah. ultimately prove intent exactly? You yeah. know, Napsa, Absolutely. thank you so much for, for taking on that question. I mean... Uh, Breaking down the advertising watchdog is a long journey, right? But thank you so much for touching on that. Let's wrap up with asking you the importance of diverse voices in creative rooms. Now, you are probably one of many that I get to see in creative rooms, right? Um, and yeah. they end up calling, hey, let's, let's ask for Naps' suggestion because he's a black man. He understands a black culture um, to, to make this advert speak to that culture. How do you feel the diversity is when it comes to voices in your space? Fantastic stuff. I hear Kutuminjani. I Okay, so um, I think it's very, very important. I think having diverse voices um, in any space, uh, whether it is corporate South Africa, whether it is an advertising agency, whether it is a stage where comedians or performers are performing, um, it's very important, and I'll tell you why. Mm. Um, there's, a, there's an African uh, saying that says, um, and what until the lion learns to tell the to speak, the hunter will always be the hero. Something like that. Mm. Um, I'll I'll find the correct saying and and, and send it to you so that uh, you can read it to your listeners. Basically, what that says is um, um, okay. Until the hunter tells the side of the story, the tale of the hunt will always glorify the hunter. That's a Zimbabwean proverb, mm. and basically. The important thing here, Kuto, is the narrative. Who controls the narrative? Mm. Um, the people who control the narrative are the people who represent whoever that ad is portraying. So it's important to have a point of view of black women. It's important to have a point of view of uh, foreigners. It's mm. important to have a point of view of minority groups. You mm. know? So um, for a very long time, I mean, yeah, I can openly say this. We know that 
advertising agencies were just filled with white mm. uh, male mm. South mm-hmm. Africans. So obviously the narrative, um, you know, was very one-sided. Sure. And now we are seeing the advertising industry becoming more and more transformed, and that's why we're seeing a different narrative being painted. Mm. But I think, I'm going to close in saying this, the onus is on the people who find themselves in these rooms mm. to make sure that they protect the narrative. Because sometimes we follow parts in the courtroom, and then so we are too. And, and you and don't say, guys, let's yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, and, and, no and there is the, is the missed opportunity, Napster, in terms of yes, that moment yes, there, because you've missed an opportunity to be uh, a change maker in the space. Absolutely, valid point. Napster, we'll leave it there for now, but interesting chat there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Napster is a creative um, director at the Napster Collective, talking about stereotypes in the ad game and the change thereof. Yeah, voice notes are still flowing in on those stereotypes. They go beyond the advertising space, as you've heard. Scissor, I hate you. Taking us to seven.